Rumpelstiltskin. There once was a poor miller who had a lovely and wonderful daughter. And one day, having to go speak with the king, he said, in order to make himself appear of more consequence, that this daughter could spin straw into gold. Now the king was very fond of gold, and he thought to himself, That is an art which would please me very well. And so he said to the miller, If your daughter is so very clever, bring her to the castle in the morning, and I will put her to the test. As soon as she arrived, the king led her into a chamber which was full of straw, and, giving her a wheel and a reel, he said, Now set yourself to work, and if you have not spun this straw into gold by the early hours of tomorrow, you must die. And with these words he shut the room door and left the maiden alone. She sat there for a long time, thinking how to save her life, for she understood nothing of the art whereby straw might be spun into gold, and her perplexity increased more and more, till at last she began to cry. All at once the door opened, and in stepped a rather tiny man, who said, Good evening, fair lady. Why do you weep so sore? Ah, uh, she replied, I will spin this straw into gold, and I am sure I do not know how. The tiny man said, Well, what would you give me if I spin it for you? My necklace? said the maiden. Tiny man took it, placed himself in front of the wheel, and whirr, 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 three times around, and the bobbin was full. Then he set up another, and whirr, 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 thrice round again, and a second bobbin was full. And so he went all night long, until all the straw was spun, and all the bobbins were full of gold. At sunrise the king came, very much astonished to see the gold, the sight of which gladdened him, but it did not make his heart less greedy. He caused the maiden to be led into another room, still larger, full of straw, and then he bade her spin it into gold during the night if she valued her life. The maiden was again quite at a loss what to do, but while she cried the door opened suddenly as before, and this tiny gnome appeared and asked her what she would give him in return for his assistance. The ring off my finger? she replied. The little gnome took the ring and began to spin at once, and by morning all the straw was changed to glistening gold. The king was rejoiced above measure at the sight of this, but still he was not satisfied but leading the maiden into another still larger room, full of straw as the others, he said, This you must spin during the night, but if you accomplish it, you shall be my bride. For, he thought to himself, a richer wife that canst not have in the whole world. When the maiden was left quite alone, the tiny gnome again appeared and asked for the third time, What will you give me to do this for you? I have nothing left that I can give you, replied the maiden. Then promise me your firstborn child, if you become the queen, said he. The miller's daughter thought, who can tell if that will ever happen? And, not knowing how else to help herself out of her trouble, she promised the gnome what he desired, and he immediately set about and finished the spinning. 
When the morning came and the king found all he had wished for done, he celebrated his wedding and the miller's fair daughter became the queen. The happy time she had at the king's court caused her to forget about the very foolish promise she had made. About a year after the marriage, when she had ceased to think about the little gnome at all, she brought a fine child into the world, and suddenly, soon after its birth, the very tiny gnome appeared and demanded what she had promised. The frightened queen offered him all the riches of the kingdom if he would leave her her child. But the tiny gnome answered, No, something human is dearer to me than all the wealth of the world. The queen began to weep and groan so much that the gnome pitied her and said, I will leave you three days to consider. If you in that time discover my name, you shall keep your child. All night long the queen racked her brains for all the names she could think of and sent a messenger through the country to collect far and wide any new names. The following morning came the gnome and she began with Casper, Melchior, Balthazar and all the odd names she knew. But at each the little man exclaimed, That is not my name. The second day the queen inquired of all her people for uncommon and curious names and called the dwarf ribs of beef, sheep shank, whalebone. But at each he said, This is not my name. The third day the messenger came back and said, I have not found a single name, but as I came to the high mountain near the edge of the forest, where foxes and hares say goodnight to each other, I saw there a little house, and before the door a fire was burning, and round this fire a very curious tiny person was dancing on one leg and shouting, Today I stew and then I'll bake, tomorrow I shall the queen's child take. Ah, how famous it is that nobody knows. That my name is Rumpelstiltskin. When the queen heard this, she was very glad, for now she knew the name, and soon after came the gnome and asked, Now, my lady, and what is my name? First she said, Are you called Conrad? No. Are you called Hal? No. Are you called Rumpelstiltskin? A witch has told you! A witch has told you! Shrieked the tiny man and stamped his right foot so hard in the ground with rage that he could not draw it out again. Then he took hold of his left leg with both hands and pulled away so hard that his right came off in the struggle and he hopped away howling terribly. And from that day to this, the queen has heard no more of her tiny troublesome visitor. The End The End